I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth, like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birth naturally and I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already because that is a listener favorite. So once again just go to audibletrial.com slash birth naturally for 30 days free. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kate and I'm sharing conversations and positive stories about med-free birth with you all. Whether you are a seasoned mom, new mom, pregnant with your first, or trying to conceive, I hope these stories will give you some encouragement. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today is going to be a little bit different. We do not have a birth story, but I am chatting with Tilly, who not only has like the best accent ever, (laughs) I could just like keep listening to her. I don't know if that's weird, but it's true. But Tilly is a doula. She is based in London um, and she is really young and has had quite few life experiences that have really made her mature quickly and has honestly just made her like an even better doula and she's just had some really crazy experiences in her time as a doula and you know she's just talking to us about all the great reasons why having a doula is awesome and super helpful for the mom and also for her partner as well so you have to listen and it's just it's a great episode and she just yeah she was so positive and just so great to talk to and really informative and I think you're going to love this episode so if you want to learn more about Tilly you can go to her website tillythedoula.co.uk and yeah you can reach out to her with any questions that you might have and I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Welcome Tilly thanks so much for coming on the podcast. You're very welcome excited to be here. I'm excited to have you so why don't you just start by telling listeners a little bit about yourself. So uh, I'm Tilly. I'm 25 years old um, and I qualified as a doula in March this year. So I'm fairly new to the whole uh, job, but I have been working in sort of similar um, jobs my my whole life, really. So I started, I, I was initially obsessed by birth and obstetrics and gynecology and all of that at about the age of 14. Um, when I decided my dream was to become a midwife um, and unfortunately due to some sort of uh, health problems of mine I couldn't really fulfill this um, and ended up going into adult nursing at university um, 
And I love this. I just decided that it wasn't personal enough for me. It, I found it really, I found the struggle of, you know, connecting with someone and then having to sort of say goodbye the minute, you know, my shift was up or they were out. I I, I really missed the emotional connection that you mm-hmm. get from people. Um, and so I looked into this further and my aunt is a doula and she said why don't you look into this and it sort of ticked all my boxes um and so that's (laughs) that's really how I got into it um but yeah super happy now with it and absolutely love it and recommend it to anyone really oh that's awesome so that's so cool that you know you kind of decided at such a young age that this was the field that you wanted to get into was there something specific that happened that made you you know interested in birth yes no for sure well I was I was a um a pretty complicated birth myself mm-hmm. um, I was born with acute pulmonary stenosis which is a uh heart condition congenital heart condition and I had a really really well sorry my mum had a really really dramatic birth um and I've been in and out of hospitals my whole life and I've just always been one of those patients that doctors probably, you know, I you either love them or you hate them. I'm yeah. someone every time they're like, oh, I'm going to take some bloods now. I'm like, right, tell me why. I'm so interested. What are you looking for? How are you going to do it? You know, I was always fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I just loved the idea that doctors in general medicine are, in my opinion, sort of preventing death and prolonging life, whereas midwifery and um, being a doula you're sort of at the other end of the scale you're sort of helping with life and you're and of course there are those awful situations where you are also unfortunately dealing with death too but you're you're sort of at the other end of the scale and it's it's happy and it's emotional and and it's mm-hmm. such an honor to be part of um and yeah it just it just always fascinated me yeah that's such a cool way of looking at it 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 really is <sighs> such an exciting thing to be a part of and yeah. you know being a doula you get to do it often so it's just, I know I know yeah. <laughs> that's so cool so um tell us a little bit about you know the patients you've seen um I know that you worked in some interesting have, have seen some interesting things since you started right yeah yeah definitely um <laughs> So I I worked for about a month in Morogoro in Tanzania, um, which is sort of where I really got the first taste of um, midwifery and birth. Um, and that's where my sort of passion grew. And I did this when I was 19 with a company that unfortunately no longer runs right now, but it's called Gap Medics. And um, they basically send you out there and you get to shadow doctors and midwives out there and (laughs) I don't really know if I'm allowed to say this but because of the lack of insurance and health and safety out there you're sort of allowed to just get really stuck in and just do things I mean I was 19 Mm -hmm. had training at the time and they were like right come into theater and watch the c-section can you hold this you know these forceps to me and I was like yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) now the whole thing was so responsible but it was amazing I mean of course they never actually let us do anything medical on them but you know Mm -hmm. we thrown into the deep end and it was incredible um and I was absolutely like blown away by the cultural difference um 
you know, for example, on the labor ward, all the women out there give birth in complete silence. And it's actually a bad omen on the baby, they believe, if you make noise during birth. Wow. And this, this for me, especially having experienced birth um, here, like in, in the West too, is just, it just completely stunned me. Um, and it just shows how the human mind is such a powerful thing. Um, mm -hmm and how their beliefs are so strong um and it was incredible it was weirdly like peaceful in in, a, mm -hmm. in an almost sinister way um but it was it was absolutely astounding and I just remember thinking like god what mm -hmm. how, how are we doing this but yeah. um, it was absolutely amazing and that that was primarily one of the things that like will stick with me forever was just the sort of silence on the label ward I was like oh my god that's, um that's crazy I can't even imagine that I know and it's, I know and it's, it's so much different than you know the birth that's portrayed you know on tv and movies like it's just you exactly. won't see that side of things and how cool I know. If we could I mean I, I would I would love to see more about that that is I so know, interesting. I know. <laughs> but it, it's silly because nowadays birth is portrayed in such a negative light on tv or movies or yeah. whatever the women's pushing and sweating and screaming and you know mm -hmm. the husband's screaming and everything's sort of dramatic and and it doesn't actually have to be like that and that's yeah. that's something I found with being a doula is that the majority of births with a doula present yeah of course there are there are some cases where it it is like that but the majority of births I find can be so peaceful and lovely and you know you really hold the space for it um and it just annoys me that in this day and age with with the sort of the uh academia around women and all of this that basically it's it's still painted in such a negative dramatic light and it, mm -hmm. it creates such a fear for women who are who are about to give birth if that's all they've ever seen and that's all they ever know and right. it's just not educationally correct um because it really doesn't have to be like that it's such a beautiful thing mm -hmm. no it's so true um so where do your clients typically give birth are you usually at the hospital um so it completely depends really so I'm based in London um so all my clients are London based a few are Surrey based um it sort of depends where um but again it it totally depends some people love home births some people have a pool set up in their living room or their bedroom and that's how they choose to give birth mm -hmm. some are c-sections some are hospital births it, it totally depends but what I am starting to see an increase in is uh home births just because of all the current strikes going on in hospitals and post-COVID-19 um I think there's a lot of fear around um sort of health risks with going into hospital and picking yeah. up things. um but I know a lot of doctors midwives and nurses are all striking at the moment so I think people are more inclined to now give birth at home um yeah. it's great why wouldn't you yeah <laughs> but seriously but yeah so so it it totally depends I, I I wouldn't say there's more 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 than the other but I would mm -hmm. say with the way it's going at the moment, there's definitely becoming an increase in home births. Mm -hmm. And are there things that you, you know, as a doula happily support um, with a woman giving birth? 
like you know an epidural or a c-section induction or do you do you just kind of go with the flow and let them or do you you know talk about these things beforehand like how does that kind of work so the main thing about a doula I'd say is we're very non-judgmental and whatever you decide however you decide to give birth is totally your decision and we will totally support that mm-hmm. um, so what I usually do if I'm hired as a birth doula is I will meet with the client obviously a few times before during their pregnancy and discuss a birth plan for them um, and I'll make sure that they have gone through all their options so say if they wanted an epidural I will talk to them about other uh pain pain methods mm-hmm. um and make sure they basically have all the information they know so they can make an educated choice based on that um right. because many people don't know about things like tens machines gas and air other other painkillers you can have during pregnancy people just sort of jump straight to the epidural so yeah. it's my job to make sure that they have all the information um and And then once they've got all this information, they will choose a birth plan based on entirely what they want and what they're comfortable with. Um, And then it's my job to just sort of support them through that and make sure their choice is heard, uh, sorry, their voice is heard and their choices are sort of honored um, throughout the process. So yeah, I I mean, that's the best thing about doulas is we're there to support you in whatever way you need. So Mm -hmm. whether the one thing I would say though is with c-sections it depends on the hospitals some hospitals don't allow doulas to go in for c-sections because of surgical sort of um risks or you know you're only allowed so many people in the room or something um so that's when it does get quite tricky when the client is having a cesarean because there might not be an opportunity for me to go in with them in which case you know that is discussed and we talk about how else I can support them but some hospitals do allow it. So it just totally depends. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you handle, you know, the unexpected part of birth? That is a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, as as we all know, babies mostly do not go to plan. They're babies. You, you have no idea what's going to happen. But right. actually, I would say that it's very rare that things go negatively unplanned. Um, A a lot of the time I've had clients before who have gone into hospital and had this whole sort of birth plan of, you know, the classic sort of whale noise, hypnobirth, you know, a bouncy ball, lovely dark lighting, candles, all of this. And that's great for the early stages of labor and, and come sort of, you know, six or seven centimeters dilated they're like, give me the drugs, give me the drugs. This is too much. Turn the yeah. music off, you know, and, and you you prepare for that in the birth plan. I sit them down and I'm like, okay, so say, say this doesn't work or say, you know, there needs to be an intervention of some kind. How would that look for you? Um, and how can I sort of help you with that? Um, and so I try and make the client as prepared for alternative methods as as much as I can. But at the same time, I try my hardest to make sure that their initial wishes for their birth are stood by and everyone respects that and 
and and mostly it does work but you know they're babies <laughs> yeah i know you never wow. can expect there you everything in birth is unexpected so exactly. <laughs> so i guess yeah as a doula you kind of have to just go with the flow and exactly yeah do your best to um keep everyone calm and um and i i think you know a lot of people say I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of women say, I don't need a doula. Like I have my husband there. He's, mm. you know, he, yeah. he knows what I'll want, blah, blah, blah. So what do you have to say about that? Cause like, you know, I totally see both sides of it. it wanting to just keep the circle small. Um, yeah. But the women who I have talked to who have had a doula say, I would not do this again without a doula. So I just want to know what you have to say to the women that like think it's not necessary. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Um, well, part of a doula's job is to not only support the mother, but also to support the partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and often, often you you are brought into a couple and you're hired as their doula and many times you know you'll just sit in the corner of the room and just be there as a presence just just for their sort of um sure of mind that they know that someone's there that if they want to they can reach out to that they can ask questions you know there's just there's a there's a safe face in the corner of the room but Mm -hmm. you won't actually ever need to sort of intervene or 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 be there for them because their partner and them are such a team other times you know, you're picking up the partner in the hall being like, it's okay, it's it's okay, we're going to do this. Um, mm-hmm. But so I would say I'm at the actual birth, you're not just a doula for the mother, but you're a doula for the father because as prepared as men are nowadays, and I think by God, it has literally changed so much compared yeah. to 20 years ago, the men are now so involved and, and so much more educated on it. But they still, you know, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's and, what I was and, thinking. <laughs> and it's so new to them and everything's so scary for them. You know, this poor woman that they love is is going through this and, and they don't know what's going on. You know, there's fluids coming out of X, Y, and Z and, and sound <laughs> coming out of X, Y, Z. They, they, they are so out of their comfort zone. And mm-hmm. it, I know for a fact they really really like having someone there that they can say you know is this normal is she okay am yeah. I doing this right and it's just a um it's just really self-soothing for them to have someone there that they can also sort of emotionally offload on and yeah I, yeah. I, I think a massive uh, yeah. part of it is supporting them too especially <laughs> during birth. yeah that makes so much sense and even just you know giving them tips for how to help their wife like okay well this didn't work so why don't you try this and kind of yeah Uh, being there to support the husband who is supporting the wife you know so I think that's really cool because there's you have so much knowledge and you know you can help them help the person giving birth so yeah so yeah I mean I think I think it's really just a positive thing there's <laughs> there's clearly nothing negative about <laughs> having someone else there that you trust and you know clearly you make a you know you form a relationship with these women yeah a hundred percent you know you you meet them uh pre-birth and you you form this sort of circle of trust and and likewise with the partner you know you get to know them inside and out and 
you're sort of a, a team, you're a real solid network in there and you're all supporting one another. Mm-hmm. And basically the aim of the game is to have a nice, healthy baby and a birth that you essentially are so happy with and, and everything goes to plan. And it doesn't always, but that is the aim of the game. And nine times out of 10, that is the outcome with a doula. And it's just such a lovely space to be in where everyone is just basically just happy and high as a kite because everyone is having the best time ever. <laughs> yeah, birth can be so fun and beautiful and exactly yeah I it really it really gets to me how it's such a sort of we're fed all this fear around birth and actually Mm -hmm. it's not you know I I have so many clients that they rave about their birth you know the you you talk about it and they just they light up and they're like it was the best best experience of my life yeah yeah it hurts like hell but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not supposed to feel good I mean (laughs) you're bringing a human into this world (laughs) exactly exactly. it's Um, so worth it in the end and that's the main thing yeah exactly Uh, yeah I mean I'm I'm the same way like I wanted to talk to anyone who wanted to hear my story and like do you care about birth but there's so many there's so many women that you talk to and they just um that it you know, just you know you you know spreading the message of like why you think birth can be so positive and you know and it, it, I just think that it teaches you know maybe it can open some women's minds up to what birth can be like what it's what's possible 100%. yeah a hundred percent I think it's just about sort of educating women and and that is again a, a role of mine outside of being with clients is to sort of educate and um let people know because so many people who I talk to I'm like oh I'm a doula and they're like oh a doula and I'm like no I'm not a doula or, <laughs> or you know, I've even had people being like oh what you're a, you're a dealer and I'm like no I'm not a dealer <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't I've even know what it is <laughs> I, I've had it all and, and then when I eventually get through to them and I'm like I'm a doula you can sort of see them being like oh that's cool and I'm like you have no idea what it is do you and yeah like, you no. don't know, actually know what and then what, that's when I do. come in with all my all my birth chat and mm-hmm. I talk to some guys and you can see them sort of glaze over and they're like oh cool but but <sighs> mostly people are absolutely fascinated um mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just such a misconception around birth. And that that is a huge part of my job too, is to educate people. And yeah. it's something I'm so passionate about. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to do it, you know, have fun trying to shut me up, really. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I mean, just the experiences you've had and, you know, you being so young and seeing everything that you've seen, I mean, it really, you know, just just the things that you've you know already had I, I I can imagine that it really helps you when dealing with yeah well, unexpected parts of birth a hundred percent and and I I used to think to myself you know god I'm I'm unlucky in a way so I, I was born with this congenital heart disease and um I had open heart surgery about three years ago um Gosh. and I had a valve transplant and Mm -hmm. uh, it was, it was, it was intense and it was a lot, but actually I think that has made me grow and be who I am today in so many ways, because 
I now understand what it's like to be on the table. Mm -hmm. I now understand what it's like to have the fear of, you know, all these surgeons and doctors around you and you don't know what's going on and you actually just need someone to hold your hand and be like, it's okay, this is normal. I'm yeah. here with you to basically talk you through it. And I think it's really rare for people. I mean, obviously many doulas have experienced birth, but because I personally haven't, I think I'm just as sort of, I, I basically understand what it's like to, to go through that fear and pain of the unknown um and although they're totally different things I I think because of that I'm I I've, I've understood the empathy needed um mm -hmm. and I I do get it in many many ways um and I thought I was unlucky but actually I now see it as something that I'm so lucky I've gone through because I 100% wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't gone through that um yeah, and wow. Yeah, I'm forever grateful to the surgeons and doctors that sort of got me where I am today. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I now see it as a huge plus. Yeah, no, I mean, seeing the positive in that is it's very special. And you have experienced, you know, what these women have experienced in, in a different way, obviously. And without yeah. that, you know, beautiful, exciting outcome, like you didn't have that, you had to go home and no. recover and, and not, you know, have that same feeling. And so I do definitely see it as, an, and, you know, from your experience, just acknowledging that, you know, the doctors and everyone are here, there to help you. I think a lot of women now are seeing, uh, you know, OBs as more negative like uh, at least a lot of um a lot of people I talk to in the, the birth world who are you know home birthers and everything um they kind of have this this stigma around doctors and you yeah. know it's just cool for you to see both sides of things seeing this like very natural births but then have meeting that medical you know like that you needed a yeah, surgery yeah, yeah. like to save your life so it's just cool that you've experienced it all yeah no for sure I, I definitely see it as that um mm -hmm. and and like I was saying it just it totally helps with the empathy I can it also means that because of my uh university experience doing adult nursing I've also seen it from the other end of the scale I've I've been the person helping the person on the table you know mm -hmm. um and it it creates a really good atmosphere in a birthing room for example because I totally understand how the nurses and midwives work and I totally understand what the client the woman giving birth is going through so it mm -hmm. helps me sort of keep everyone on the same page keep everyone as a team and it creates a really really good atmosphere yeah, for sure. Um, so what do you bring with you to a birth? I'm sure a lot of women are curious about that. Uh, me personally or or a, a client? What do you bring? Do you oh god, snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of snacks. No. Um, <laughs> so you need it. Usually when I when I go on call, which is 38 weeks, um, I have a bag packed because essentially the minute I get that call, I'm I'm going. So mm -hmm. no time to sort of pack and dilly dally. I, I need to know that I've got a bad bag packed. Um mm -hmm. and it's usually 
again, this is the thing with babies. You don't know how long you're going to be there for. You could be there right. for three days. You could be there for two hours. You So I pack the sort of all, all scenarios. So snacks, yup, foam charger, spare pair of pants, deodorant, toothbrush, whatever. And then I usually, so whatever for me. And then mm-hmm. I usually actually pack some things that um, a few women usually forget which is things like hair bands. It sounds so silly, but when you're giving birth, you know, you don't want your hair in your face. And so right, many, yeah. it sounds so silly, but like so many women forget to pack a hair band. No, and they I, just I, I totally would do that. Their face. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I, I pack sort of silly things like that, which mm-hmm. they often forget. Um, a really nice hand cream I always pack too, because a lovely, lovely hand sort of arm massage during labor has, well, goes down a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, basically anything I can, I can think of mm-hmm. that they will have just forgotten, but yeah, most importantly, it's fuel to keep me going, um, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do you do if, you know, a labor lasts, you know, 12 plus out, I mean, it could be 12, 24 yeah. hours, like hey, however hey. long it is. What do you do? Do like, how long do you stay? Well, again, it totally depends. So if if I'm pulled into uh into a birth at the very very early stages of labor, there might be a midwife there who's like you know we're not going to see any action for at least six hours. In which case, some some couples will say to me, "Go home for a bit," because mm-hmm. that's the good thing about my job is they're all relatively local to me. So that's why doulas, and especially because of your on call period doulas work within a very sort of close circumference of where they live yeah that's smart (laughs) um so she might say you know go home for a bit or but I I tend not to do that because you know I'm firstly I'm paid to be there and secondly it's my job to be there throughout Mm -hmm. every step right um but yeah I I stay really however long it is you know and and if if I need to have a little cat nap, that's absolutely fine. Um, if I need to slip off to the loo and sort of have a sink shower, <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, but you know, it's it's my job to be there every step of the way and support um mother and partner as best as I can. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I just stick it out really because at the end of the day, you know, however sweaty and hot and hungry I am it's nothing compared to what she's feeling so I'm gonna mm-hmm. do my utmost to be there for her oh that's amazing wow I love hearing your experiences I mean I'm sure you have some <laughs> really crazy stories and I wish you could tell them all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there are a few for sure <laughs> I'm sure wow so you know how can listeners learn more about you so uh, I'm on a directory uh, with a company called Nurturing Birth. So there are sort of two main um, companies in the UK, which are the main sort of places you would go to if you're looking for a doula. So there's Doula UK um, and then there's Nurturing Birth. Um, and I trained with Nurturing Birth. So I'm on their directory just under, you, you know, click on find a doula, Tilly Henriquez, type mm-hmm. in my name, boom, I come up, you can contact me, read a little bit about me. Um, but also my website, which is tillythedoula.co.uk. Um, um, and that has a little more information on me. It's got why I wanted to be a doula, 
a little background history on me, um, my packages, how to contact me. Um, so yeah, but apart from that, you know, I'm I'm so open to just having a chat and getting to know people. Um, so feel free to sort of email me or, or, or whenever really. Yeah. Yeah. I can share your, you know, your Instagram that you, um, contacted me through and, um, yeah, people hit, check Tilly out, ask her all the questions, <laughs> ask her about why they should hire a doula. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, I'm so happy to talk to people because like I said, you know, all part of it is, is me educating and any questions are welcome. Um, I'm, mm-hmm very sort of chatty friendly person so, mm-hmm. so hello <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you reached out and I mean you just have like quite an experience like at 25 and you what you've been through it's just it's wild thank you yeah no <laughs> it, it is but um I like to sort of put it to good use <laughs> yeah oh, that's amazing I love your positive outlook on everything <laughs> Thank you. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about, you know, your experiences. It's been very fun. Thank you for having me. Um, And I hope this has given everyone a sort of a better insight into doulas and definitely look into them for your next birth because, you know, we're amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And so are you. And together, think how amazing that would be. Yes, exactly. I love that. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget to give a rating and review wherever you're listening and follow along on Instagram at birth